Welcome to Strange Tales from Outer Space. Every week, the three, actually this week, four of us get together and talk about some really cool stuff in the game. Uh, what could be, and what might be, and what has been. With us this week is myself, Doc. I also have Krug. I'm Krug. Uh, we have Indigo. I just want to start off the mood this weekend by saying I hate all three of you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, one big, lovely, happy family. And welcome back again, Baz Bazile. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good morning. Uh, you know, doing pretty good. We we're doing a little bit of talking beforehand. And um, I'm going to start off this week because I have one thing to say to my, my companion, my everything. It's with me all the time. And Oh, I love you, too. I, I have two words for that. <laughs> Fuck you, computer! Oh my god, I'm what? It it. I spent okay. We were gonna do what? Veteran ship hands yesterday on Sunday. We we yeah. went we went. Oh, into I thought your computer actually crashed again. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> no, you can still hear me. It was a really emotional reaction. You just Are made. we still live? <laughs> okay, we'll do it live. So Sunday we were supposed to do um a live stream or a recording of us doing veteran chip hands on PTR. I got so excited. Uh, my it was my last day of my subscription. I'm gonna renew it tonight. Actually, as we're doing this, but I spent an hour and a half on PTR getting my character all ruined out, re-rolling runes, everything else, how, getting how pieces long did together. It take you again? An hour and a half does. I was thoroughly mm-hmm. researching mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. So, so I tell Indigo, master. hey, I'm going to take a break. That's right. I'm going to go get some food. I was, ta- I was methodical. Fuck you guys. So I go, I, go, I go watch a movie with the girlfriend. I get something to eat real fast. I come back in time, and my computer decides it's not going to work again. I'm not going to go into the specifics. For... It was down for about a day, the whole up until like maybe a few hours ago. Yeah. And what did the NVIDIA rep say? The NVIDIA rep said it wasn't NVIDIA. It was something related to the to the hardware, and you were right on that one. So, this... What did um, you uh, figure it out to be? I think, honestly, the, com- the computer itself is about two to three years old, and I'm not its first owner, so I don't know what the first owner did. Okay. So, oh. I'm, I've been kind of running gotcha. it down to uh, to its its center, Mass- center box. Prawn. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's time to get a new computer. Uh, I have my Christmas gift coming, and I'm going to get a new computer... For next year, 2015. So, yay me. Nice. Hopefully it doesn't break in 20 minutes, because apparently you just are the entropy of computers and just I, suck I, the life right. out of <laughs> Just a black thumb. Anyway, um, <laughs> Indigo, how was your week? Uh, my week was actually really chill. Uh, I, did, I did a little RL stuff like, you know, Christmas shopping and some work. We had a Christmas party, which went crazy. <laughs> did they also have strippers <laughs> and or blow? Was there strippers? No, there wasn't oh. strippers. But then it's a there were fist fights. Oh, nice! Uh, a lot of drinking and yes. lots of cigars. Uh, oh, and Krug fell in the pool. And Krug, <laughs> two poor, poor things happened to Krug. But go ahead and finish your week. And I'll, uh, I'll no, uh, and then uh, you kind of mentioned it to Wildstar Wise. I have been playing a um, <coughs> Exile. <coughs> um, wait, I'm, wait, wait, wait! I'm sorry. What? I um, I made an alt. Okay, that's not a big deal. It, it, what kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. It? It's it's a it's just a um, human. Um... Oh, okay. Well, there's humans in Dominion. <laughs> just that's fine. It, you little pansy, my God. I, I made a human esper and I've been leveling it. So <laughs> I did that a lot this week. Garbage. I, I, you went full on camera, funny. didn't you? I, I I had a lot of uh, resurgence of my passion for some strange reason. I think it was because I, I I hopped on and I actually watched Tony do his zero to fifty. And I, I hadn't watched it in a really long time. And I was watching him, and I was like, I want to play. N- not that he's 
great at it. I'm just saying I wanted to play because I was like, <laughs> oh, I remember that mission. Let's right do that when he one. said watching zero to 50 for all the listeners, uh, the th- rest of us started giggling because we were like, so watching him suck made you want to play. <laughs> okay, no, 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 no. That's it's not that he sucks. We have different complaints. I think we all have different complaints about zero to 50 uh, for some for another time. Yes. Fair enough. But but so I watched it and so I had a massive amount of resurgence and so I've played it every single night. Like I had dropped down. I I I used to play it like once a week. Now I was like playing it every single night. And then we did the PTR stuff, which was a crap yeah, ton yeah. of fun. Which we'll talk about during the actual. Yeah. Wait, so, can I can was... I say you two Krug and Indigo, you guys sound great this week. Oh, thanks, buddy. That mm. actually kind of leads me into my week. Yeah. <laughs> what 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 <laughs> happened to your week? It. So uh, at the beginning of last week. Indigo and I decided that we needed new microphones because we have both been using our uh, headsets, crappy little headsets. Mine was like a Turtle Beach POS, and I don't know what yours is, Indigo, but it's way nicer than mine. So we both decided since it was on Amazon Lightning Deals, which I would highly recommend all you get Amazon Prime because Lightning Deals are great. I'm pretty sure Lightning Deals are for everyone, but as Amazon Prime, you get like pre-screening of the deals kind of. Anyways, that's not the point. The point is... The Blue Yeti was on the Lightning deals for like 80 bucks ish Oh, man. I'm mad I missed that. <laughs> so good. So good. Just so good. My. I like my Samson, but I was so tempted you guys told me that too. Yeah. Yeah, and it's and it's nice and slick and black versus yeah. like the yours, awkward yours silver one. Yours, yours is you, black. You, you had one that was black, didn't you? Let's keep going. So first of all, <laughs> thank you to Indigo's wonderful girlfriend for finding You're that deal a- for us. We both pulled the trigger on that deal. Now, I use an Amazon Prime account that actually belongs to one of my friends. So I accidentally shipped it to his work. (laughs) That's a great Christmas gift for somebody. We both work for the same company, but he works in a different location than I do. So since we're all going to this Christmas party together, I was like, hey, can somebody from down there bring my microphone? And they were like, oh, yeah, of course. And so they brought my microphone to the party and they put it on a table. Now, we go and we get drunk. Now, as Mr. Indigo said, there were fist fights. During this fist fight, I saw my microphone fall off of the table and slide across the ground. And while they were, like, deliberating and trying to, like, figure out who started it and blah, 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 and security was there, I was like, I'm not touching that with a 10-foot pole. I'm just going to walk over there on my way out and grab it. I walked over there on my way out, which was about 10 minutes later, by the way, and it was totally gone, 100% gone. And I was like, no, what the I hate you so much. So, so my first question is: is one, why did you leave it on the table? And there was no other. Pl- there Baz. was, there was Baz. no other place to put it. You it can was- take it out your car. Baz, I was so drunk. Baz. He didn't drive. Oh, oh. He- okay. fair enough. <laughs> yeah, he didn't drive. It was on the table with everyone's gifts. So it was like it was there with a whole bunch of other valuable oh, stuff. Oh no! Yes. Oh yuck! Yeah. So. That was gone, and I, I had to buy a new one. So I spent, instead of half as much on this microphone, almost twice as much. Because I'm a frugal shopper like that. So that sucks, dude. Wait, yeah. wait, what, what else happened to you at the party? Uh, I got thrown into the pool. So one of my, <laughs> one of my many, many bosses uh, decided that he was going to walk by me and stroke my beard. For those of you who don't know, <laughs> what, like I have a beard. It's not uh, that great, but go on. So he struck my beard. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that great. <laughs> Uh, Doc's over here has a way better beard than I, uh, and I'll admit that completely. Props to the beardsman. Uh, and so I started stroking his beard, like, just throughout the party. Like, I'd walk by him and I'd stroke his beard. 
And at one point he says, if you stroke my beard one more time, I'm throwing you into that pool. And I was like, oh, I don't want that. And so I walked around the entire party and convinced every single guest to walk up to him and stroke his beard for me. And there was one point where I was sitting there talking to him like an hour and a half later in the night. And some random dude from work comes by and like strokes his beard in like a passing, very sensual way. And then just busts up laughing and runs. And I was like, oh, no. And he just looks at me and he goes... Yeah, you're going in the pool. So he grabs me. We're fighting for a while. And people are like running up to me, grabbing stuff from my pockets. So it's not going to go into the pool with me. And then finally he like pushes me and I stop and I stop and I'm standing looking at him. And he just bull rushes me and tackles me into the pool and goes <laughs> with me. And we both end up in the pool and everybody's applauding. And Between you know, this and the strippers of Thanksgiving, I want to work where you guys work. Yeah, seriously. Like, my, my job is terrible. Stressful, guys. It, it, it's horrible. Well, Baz, how was your week? Um, well, my week was interesting. Um, nothing happened to, to that respect. You guys have, like, way cooler stories than I do all the time. It's like, how was your week? Cool, I went to work, I slept, and that was my week. It's, not, you know, nothing super-duper happened, really. Um, you take care of a, a, a tiny human, I think that's... That's a uh, much better week than ours. Yeah. It's true, but the tiny human doesn't allow me to sleep very much, so... I also heard that the tiny human likes to smudge your glasses every four minutes. Yeah, uh, I, ha- I hate wearing glasses just for that fact because he's like, that's on your face. I'm going to touch it. It's like, no, no, you don't. It's the opposite of what you do with people's faces. Yeah. That's how my or, daughter and girlfriend end all of her arguments. I get mad. I, they think I get mad at them. They walk up to me, they touch my glasses and walk away as I furiously rub my glasses and forget what we're arguing about. Awesome, awesome. They already have you completely whipped. That's Good great. Good <laughs> yeah, but I mean, no, my week was good. Um, a lot of really cool stuff uh, kind of happening that I can't talk about, but um, updates soon when I'm when I'm cleared to. Um, we, we got some cool stuff going on. We, we can't got a say ton anything. Of stuff going on. I mean, like stuff. Twitter's been all a buzz with uh, Drop Four happening, so I've been pretty much just kind of Super going over that. that. Yeah, I mean, I've just been like, wow, this is. This is this is what the game needs. So, yeah. so there was a few lore things this week. We're actually going to pass over them this week and get to the meat and potatoes and the happy oh, birthday, Merry like Christmas. Lore so much, I like to read all of the lore. No, well, you don't. Oh, wait, unless it's written in your enemy's not... blood. <laughs> happy <laughs> suggestion. Uh, yeah, I would read it. <laughs> Pappy just slowly sheds one tear as we talk about skipping over the lore articles. <laughs> But as for the strange tales of this week, Carbine gave us an early Christmas present and dropped Drop 4 into our laps. And said, into our PTR well, laps. Yeah. Don't get confused. True. PTR laps. <laughs> and you. there was a bunch of things data mined. So we'll only talk about what we've date, what it has been exposed, and we'll give our opinion, thoughts on it, and where it can lead from there. And it's a ton of stuff. We'll put as much as we can in the links in the description. We'll talk about as much as we can. It won't be everything. We'll provide as much as we can for you guys. So to start so- off. So before we get into that, I want to say one negative thing before we go into the amazingness that is the data mine information in the Drop 4. Okay. You're still was a player a, of Wildstar. It's about damn time that Drop 4 came on PTR, man. Yeah. I, I, it was starting to scare me. Like, it, mm-hmm. it, it, to me, Drop 4 should have been out there like week two after Drop 3 came on there because with the amount of like – time that they need to have people just going and running and doing stuff and with like the the lower player base that we've had as of recently having it on longer is 
absolutely needed just so yep. that they get more people to go in there and test and break stuff. Yeah, Although I, I will say percent agree with that. We're gonna talk about our experiences in the PTR because all four of us were on it together. And oh no, no, we weren't. No, no, Doc was. Oh, was Doc there. not there? Oh, I got to check out some the cool currency. The three things. of us that matter with opinions that are <laughs> <laughs> <on> <laughs> PTR this week. And, uh, I'll give you that one. <laughs> you Fuck know, my computer. I take my statement well, back from earlier. Person. I hate all of you except for Krug. Yes, that's the first <laughs> time that's ever going to happen. What did I do to hate? What did I do? What did I do? You're, you're, you're guilty by association with me. Oh, wait. Uh, sorry, real, 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 real sorry, quick. Keep, keep going. Keep sorry, going, real, sorry, real quick. Before we get to the PTR stuff, uh, if you have an AMD, AMD drivers are now out. They're supposed to help out with uh, Wildstar. So grab that driver. We'll put the link in the description. Go do that. There are PvP Town Hall questions. I believe Baz is going to head this one up this time. Go check that out. This is for the stuff that you really want to ask them. Go do that. So drop four. First and um, foremost. If, mm-hmm. if I may interject. like freaking the frack out. He's like, we had a conversation before the show started about how we need to just calm down and stop talking about things. And, blah, blah, blah. and now he's just like, just blown a gasket. Yep. That's <laughs> So um, what were you going to say, Baz? So um, I, I have two quick comments. The AMD drivers boosted my FPS about another 20. Um, so really? they definitely did Whoa. do um, – wow. yeah. Um, right Right now I'm running around about 100. I was running around about 70 or 90, <sighs> uh, give or take. You can um, really tell the difference between that, that 100 to 70. <laughs> um, no, you can't, but I always have the, uh, the FPS thing on, so I just was like, okay, cool. That's, um, But definitely in like more populated areas and more more spell effects, I definitely saw that my um, AMD video card was not like going, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just now breaking a sweat. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, and then with the PvP Town Hall, uh, everyone is allowed to put in questions, but uh, not everyone is allowed to be on the voice uh portion of the uh, the town hall when that happens in january so just wanted to kind of clear that stuff up okay cool, cool. so for the most important bit of information you can now keep your two-step code up for seven days drop Thank four you. over yeah just yeah just that's end it. podcast that's it can you please elaborate on what that means so for those of you that have the two-step authentication you put in your code and every time you log in now if you were not playing in the most sober of states that might not have been that good a thing also since you can't use the keypad or whatever keyboard you use, it became a pain in the ass. Carbine has now said, we're going to let you keep that saved uh, two-step code for about a week. So you only have to input it once every seven days, and every time you log in three and seven days period, you'll just log on like normal. Blizzard did this to start off with, and then they pretty much said, okay, you have to input it every like three months or something like that. I haven't had to put my authenticator code in for like four months now. Yeah. So Yeah, yeah. It's this, nice. is, so, this, is, this is really nice. And I it's mean, this step. is this is cool, but I would prefer they have a way to deal with people's phones breaking because two of us have had this problem already, right? <laughs> well, no, one of us did. One of us was dumb, right? <laughs> you were dumb, and I had this problem, and that's how that works. So yeah, if they could work on that, that'd be awesome. I think it's more of a Google thing than a uh, no, thing. I don't care. No, it's not. It's it's a way how Carbine has decided to deal with their support, which we have already spoke about before. So yeah, I, right. I don't want to get so, into it. So enough. Krug doesn't 
pop a gasket. I won't but, pop a gasket. <laughs> but yeah, it's more about Carbine's way that they've decided to do it since you can't just immediately go on, make a phone call, they fix it. It's, it has to wait for emails and days, mm-hmm. hours, whatever the deal is. So let's move on with that. We have a whole bunch of stuff that's been data mined. Everything has been shown on the Reddit and the forums. We can only tell you what we've been given in front of our faces. And to start off with, we have a few new mounts. Two of them, to be exact, have been data mined. Uh, one of them looks like Totoro meets space. It's a giant, fluffy cat mount. I'm yeah, so it's pretty cool looking. This. I don't even know how big the thing's going to be. It looks like it's going to be kind of small, which would be great to see like a, a Granok just straddling this tiny, fuffy cat. Do we know if it is <laughs> if it's uh, Exile or Dominion side specific? It doesn't or? say. It doesn't say in the data mining stuff. I want to say that these two mounts are both neutral. I'm just gonna say if I had to pick a side for this mount, it would be Exile. It's like a pack mule. It's like it's and like, everyone's everyone's going to say. Every listener is gonna say, "Really, that's too far, Krug? Really, that's yeah. too far?" <laughs> yeah. I challenge you to look at this photo and tell me that's not too far. It's too far. It's, I promise. Right. It's very Orin so, like. Here's my question. Here's my question. How do you write it? Um, I want to see you, you grab onto the earrings and just go, Giddy right? Absolutely. But there's, but there's no, like, mount. Like, is there any other ride that well, doesn't have, like, a I seat I mean, this could it? just be, like, the first part of the model. It could not yeah, be. Yeah. Uh, that's true. It's that's not true. complete. So, like, like, in terms of, like, how the mount's going to be, because there's been a lot of different mounts, like, in World of Warcraft and Rift and stuff, like, data mine, where people are like, this doesn't make any sense, and then the final model comes out, and they're like, oh, now it makes sense. I kind of wanted yeah. just to have like a little, like a little blanket on top, like a little, like a little, like a little <laughs> sleeping bag too, wrapped in the bag. It's too spherical. It's very spherical. It's very odd. What's even weirder is where they found it. Uh, apparently, they found it in a folder called Flying Mounts. That is odd. Now Bullshit. that's carbine trolling. No, 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 no. Well, here, well that's <laughs> what I said too. I said in the thread like that doesn't seem right. No well, Carbine mount. said that it's it's not a flying mount on Reddit. Yeah, exactly. So. Time Travel came out and said, well, even it's actually not a flying mount at all. Carbine and the community of both, overwhelmingly majority, have said, we don't really want flying mounts in the game. Uh, yeah. So I think it was just like a random file name. Time Travel did come out and say in the thread that it's not a flying mount. It was a troll. It was a troll. It was hands down a troll. There was also another mount data mined, and this one, this one I'm a little more curious about because it kind of has a color scheme that it's associated with a group and then also a faction. Right now it's being called the Protostar Enforcer Mount. And if you take a look at it, like what we're going to do right now, it looks like a giant spider mech. It's kind of cool looking. No, no, no. It looks like a rideable lawnmower with spider legs. Absolutely. No, no. Um, it looks like, it looks like <laughs> the, I see that. It looks like the things from Ghost in the Shell. Standalone complex. joints that are on its legs? Yeah. Those look like lawn blower, lawn blower, lawn mower blades. Lawn blowers. Lawn blower, <laughs> lawn blower maids. Those it is like kind of cool. But look at the driver's seat. I need to uh, link you uh, the auto blower too. Nope. Nope. <laughs> You're going to not link Moving that. Moving on with that. Matter of fact, you should cut that out. <laughs> Moving on. The Look at the seat on that thing. That thing is way up high and it's tiny. So, Granok mount? This thing no. looks massive. I, mean, I really it, hope it, it scales to the size of the Granok, like... It it looks yeah, like I mean so it, if if it is a protostar mount it's going to be cross faction anyway yeah um I'm I'm I I, I really want to say that most of these mounts ex- besides the ones that we've seen on the PTR are cross faction um like we haven't seen the cat we haven't seen the enforcer one obviously but some of the ones we've seen on the PTR most of them if not all of them are all cross faction yeah. so far which is good because I'd be pissed if I couldn't get you know that one the one mount that we found that looks like a 
pimped out uh, motorcycle, which is just freaking awesome. Yeah, it's like cherry red. Super oh, the sexy. hot rod, yeah. No, 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 no. no. The, 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 there's one in the dungeon vendor area, that new area, um, that is 7,200 renown. And it's the Granach mount, but it's been like spray painted and like really kind of pimped out. It looks really cool. That's spray painted cool. what color? Uh, orange and blue oh, and white. We're talking about different ones. Then what's the red one I was looking at? Or maybe red my screen is just messed there's up. There's a new Uniblade, uh, like a Hot Rod Red Corvette yeah. Uniblade. Yep. Yeah, that's, with, okay. with, so with all the sushi one. stuff on it. No, I added which, that on. <laughs> which is which is honestly my favorite decor, like hands down so far of anything I've seen. The ramen just because. Yeah, just because the the hood ornament is a bouncing octopus yeah, holding a, awesome. a noodle bowl, like that's awesome. <laughs> All right, so let's see what else we got here. We also have a, okay, we're going through a bunch of stuff. So right now, questing for groups are going to yield a bag, which is really cool. So think of it like the reward bags from your you're looking for group and wow and whatnot. Every mm-hmm. time you queue up, we don't know whether it's going to be a one time only on a cooldown thing, or it'll be a, every time you queue, you'll get the reward. But there's one for veteran ship hands. One for veteran dungeons, one for veteran adventures, one for um, regular battlegrounds, one for rated battlegrounds. And it's not Love just this. a bag. They also have, and I'm not sure if these are in the bag or if like this is in addition to what you get in the bag, but uh, so uh, an XP bonus and a gold bonus. And that's yeah. just for queuing for the first available or random options, depending on obviously what you're queuing for. And that doesn't Which is even great. Yeah, that doesn't even include the weekly and daily uh, quests for Adam ba- for battlegrounds and for adventures and right. dungeons. I'm and the, uh, I'm I'm really hoping. Sorry to cut you off. I'm really hoping that they put in daily PvP um, stuff because that needs to happen. Like that'd now. be nice. Yeah, yeah. Indigo's been saying that forever. I agree. That Seriously, needs to come in. day one of release like that. I I have been bitching and complaining about it. I I'm looking forward to it. I mean, it's I didn't see any. If, yeah, there is there is dungeon stuff. So technically, this is a bonus, and it, it's a daily esque kind of a thing. I mean, if they take the wow route, which is like your first random for the day, like that's cool. That's an additional bonus. It's getting more people to play content that they not necessarily might play. Uh, but they definitely need PvP dailies. Sorry, I digress. I'll go on before yeah. you know. Group. And on top of that, we even got daily quests and weekly quest hubs, and we even have extra rewards for those and turn-in areas. And it looks like there's going to be patterns for extra rewards, like the the patterns you would get that looks like they can be turned in now. And it looks like a lot of the uh, veteran and dungeon accessories for uh, for adventures and dungeons and whatnot, they've been moved from the Elder Gem vendor to these vendors. So you're going to have less for the Elder Gem stuff. You're going to see more of this here. Veteran chip hand gear is here. Raid and PvP quest turn-ins are here, and rewards are there as well, and even a lot of the costumes are going to be there as well. And speaking of costumes, even yeah. more costumes, including, finally, the fucking badass, like, duster hat that the judges and the Rowan Wranglers use. Cowboy hats are finally here. Finally. It's the coolest thing. I've always wanted a judge hat. Us so much cheer. It's a holiday thing. Why are you singing it's this to a Christmas tune? Wonderful do cowboys yes. celebrate Christmas? Yes. Is that I don't know. Cow- do you want to know a cowboy Christmas? It's all Marlboros so, and cows. So, so just just a just a, a a public service announcement announcement brought to you by the Alt of Bazil here. Um, I now have bronze plated profiteer model. Uh, a, this is my forty fifth one. I've gotten out of the boombox. <laughs> Thanks, Carbine. I, I I love getting random base dies. 
and all sorts of what are they called? Uh, those things that make you go back to your hometown. Oh man, the the, the uh, transmute modules. Those yeah. are like the best thing. I think I've got. Yeah, I I I want to kill myself. Can yeah. I just say? If they don't want to put like super valuable, like awesome costume pieces or like a like huge variety of different things in boot boxes, that's fine. If they don't want to do that, what I'd like to see. Do you guys know that vendor in Alien that sells fireworks? I'll no. take fireworks. Yeah, there's a, there's a fireworks vendor. Interesting. The, I mean, he doesn't just sell fireworks. He sells like fireworks that go up and like explode, and then there's this bomb that doesn't do any damage, but it just looks like a cool explosion. Nice. I want boomboxes to have items like that that just make random parts. I will even I'll even take an infinite bag of frustration or for whatever it is in there as well. Just to <laughs> troll somebody. I want my Raiden boots. I still haven't gotten my Raiden boots. I I've got speaking none. of which, I've got oh, four hats. I've like I can give you yeah. two gloves and no boots. I can I can give you nine. Yeah, I was about to say I can give you probably like twenty of them. So, so what are we saying? That, as as RNG. as we as we diverse a little bit there. Uh, so going back to PTR stuff. We do have new costumes. I said there was the hat. It's part of the Rowan Wrangler set. You'll see Sawbones, which is like the medics you'll see running around, mostly Exile side. Both sets are going to be cross-faction. There's a new bandages set up, like the, like the alien the Marauder was wearing in the Meet the Medic. Or uh, in the starting Mortish area, all of the injured Mortish also yeah. have that. Yeah, those uh, are finally I- available. I just want you guys to look at that one and tell me why is it that the female Cassian or the female human has the cast on the right foot, but everyone else has a cast on the left foot? Because Carbine's sexist, obviously. (laughs) That's not the only female. Was that sexist? No, I'm just. No, it is the only female. The the human females have switched feet for some odd reason. Oh, well. Well, no, no. I think he meant only female because the Mordish females, the Draken females, all have it on their left foot. Yeah, but the humans are the only ones that have it on their Human right. Female's the only one that has it. On I don't right get part. it. It's a weird design it's choice. <laughs> but there's that. There is also for Dominions only. You have the Dominion Commander and Exile Commander for oh, both sides. So, now, oh, now I, I will say that I was actually kind of upset about the Exile one because the Dominion one looks phenomenal. Yes, the it Dominion does. one kind of has that tier two Paladin kind of. They're very gear set, they're very TBC awesome. looking. Yeah. And the Exile one just looks like complete ass, and I was it just like, "It looks like it's taped together by Gaff." Like, well, isn't that kind of the point of a lot of the Exile gear? It's well, it's cobbled no, together, it's bound just to match their personalities. Yeah. yeah. Much. Oh, wow. Thanks. That's that's. <laughs> you guys are awful. Yep. I, I just I, I was I I don't know. I kind of feel cheated. It's just like okay, well, the Dominion have this like really cool set, and I'm just like. It looks like everything else that the Exile wearing. Like there really wasn't – I don't feel like there was a lot of creativity effort put into it. It looks like you're wearing Fade essentially. Yeah. It's it looks very like you're kind of wearing like a beta version of power armor from Fallout just because of the color scheme I think. It's kind of just like yeah. – bra- It's kind of orange that's like trending towards shit brown. That's that's what the color feels it's like. like bronze. It's yeah. like a bronze. Yeah. It's just it, – so, it was okay. Just – it just kind of pissed me off. So, so Doc, you might be able to help me out with this because you, you know the most about it uh, for lore than any of us. Uh-huh. But is there, like, a story behind, like, some of the costumes? Like, why would, like, the Protostar robot suit that, that's up next, which, by the way, looks really cool yes. and I really want. But, yes. like, explain, like, what, what in the lore, like, makes that exist in the world? So... There's three different sets of Protostar armor you can get. You have a heavy style armor, which is called the Protostar, or Ultimate Proto, not sorry, it's the medium. 
The heavy is called the replica costume. That looks like it's more of a mech style, like you're replicating a protostar employee. You have the ultimate proto costume, which looks very um, medium armor esque, very kind of like um like a freebot. And that one's the one runes. That I think is awesome. That's that one of my favorite so too. The one eyed one. And then you have yeah. the Protoss Proto Games Contestant, which looks very light armor ish, looks like a crash test dummy. It looks like that's tied yeah. to the lore of Ultimate Proto Games. Uh, since we don't know much about it, other than it being a kind of game show, this looks more like um, something that Protostar, at least with the replica costume, it almost looks like something a Protostar employee would, would use if they have to go into combat themselves, almost. Mm. It looks like it's tailor-made to them, but then kind of refabricated to your character. All right, I'll take that. That's my opinion on it. I don't know much on the lore side of it I yet. don't require much. I don't think you realize that. I don't yeah. require much. I just I mean, want you to say, like, yeah, no, that's legit. And we're like, all right. The, the light armor style set, the Protostar <laughs> contestant, looks like you're kind of a crash test tummy mixed with like double dare. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of light armor and it's odd looking. The, I think personally, the proto costume itself, the proto costume is really sick looking. Yeah, it, it looks like a like a like a proto um, freebot that kind of just got scavenged and, and met to your needs. It's very interesting looking, and that also ties into all the proto game stuff that's been now it's available on the PTR. You get a level ten version, which is supposed to be your trial. That's how they want to get people into dungeons more and get them ready and used to all of the different stuff you'll see in the game. It helps ease the learning curve a little there. And then you have the veteran version, which I haven't personally seen. I believe ReadyCheck has a, um, a video up on one of them. Which, um, pro tip, uh, it is not soloable because at that level you're not going to have enough interrupts. Uh, I will be uh, releasing a video as to why it's not soloable because I went into it on my level 50 stalker on the PTR, and one collapse doesn't work because it's bugged, so that, that takes our interrupt armor down to only two. And they're in such high cooldowns where the uh, the interrupt got to the point where I couldn't do anything, and I just took about, I think it was 50,000 damage. <laughs> and I was like, oh, like this is a legitimate like training thing. Good job, Carbine. Uh, so far, it's uh, it's actually really cool. Nice. And yeah, that's definitely up. Also, the biggest part of that being coming up is the, uh, what's it called? Oh, yeah, 20-man data escape changes are coming up onto PTR as well. So you have to Which check. is interesting. Yeah, I want to see how that goes. Uh, people are kind of mostly in favor of it. I think even the WoW community themselves, when they got a chance to look at Molten Core 40-man, they went, yeah, I'm glad it's not here anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't seen a lot of reaction about the twenty man stuff. I'm sure it's all over the place. Oh. I just haven't had a chance to go on the forums. But I, I do know. You. <laughs> I do know that beforehand, uh, I couldn't find many people that were against the idea. Is, is are you finding the opposite now, Indigo? No, uh, there was a tremendous amount of outpour of just like yes, fuck yes, awesome, yes, 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 and yeah. I am a hundred percent in support of that. Don't don't make it difficult. Like, okay, make the content difficult. Don't make getting to the content difficult. That's yeah. my standpoint on the game. You can fucking hate it, whatever. I don't I don't I don't care. Don't make getting to the content difficult. Make the content itself difficult. Oh no, well, I, I would you can I make getting to that. the content difficult, but it should be because the content before it is also difficult. Yes. Not because you can't get to the content because you don't have like because you work nine to five. You know what I mean? Rep like, grind. <laughs> me. I'm just saying, Baz. I made it hit the rep grind in like a week. So, dude, I had like two days you, of grinding. Took, I did normal questing. It took questing. you a week. It took you a week of game of hardcore gameplay 
to get through grinding. It wasn't hardcore. I have a job, home skillet. Dude, you guys yeah. suck. When I got to level 50, I spent two days whoa, of whoa, casual whoa, whoa. grinding and no, got no, my no. rep. Screw you. Casual grinding for you is waking up at 8 a.m., yeah. playing for two hours, getting to work, working, uh, quotations, by the way, for 15 <laughs> minutes, hey, and hey. then playing all day long. I that still have a job because I'm doing my that job. That was when you had your Kush Kush job where yeah. you, like, you had no responsibilities whatsoever yeah. and you could just play Wildstar all day. Impressive. Come on. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure he does. So, so that that, no that right there is was his old job, and so casual grinding to you was in fact like twenty two hours of the day. No, it really was. It got to fifty, and I was like ninety percent there already. So I don't get I don't get the rep. Yeah, either, either way, so either way, either way, it was you and I go through quests as opposed to Indigo, who just charges through content until he can go to the next area and then immediately does. But yeah. Anyways, we're going to talk about – hold on. We're going to talk about the dungeon run we did, right, on PTR so I can talk about how shitty – In a little yes. bit. In a little bit. We have a ton of stuff still to go through on Doesn't top yeah, of that. Oh, oh, we're, we're, I want to answer the question oh, yeah, that he yeah. asked, is, which was there was a ton of, of positive, positive, positive at first, and there was just a massive amount of it, and I agree. And then, of course, there's always like the few really, really loud, obnoxious people who are just like – no, no, you're you're the. This is ruining everything, uh, which which is what immediately happened after everyone was just like, "Hey, that was awesome." I'm, I applaud you for making that hard decision. And they even said on the post, which was, "Hey, a lot of you are going to be pissed off, but they didn't want they, they like they said it. They've come out and said it. We don't want people to have to fight the roster boss to yeah. fight the fucking game. You know what I mean? So, um. They dropping it down. A lot of people really upset about it. Their reasonings was reasons. Like it was just absurd. The reasons, you know, hey, it's really dumb because you're ruining 40 man content for those people who can get it. Yeah, congratulations. 120 people can do it. Well, well, not. <laughs> I mean, they can, but even guilds like Enigma and um, <laughs> gosh, I, that's really the only guild I can kind of that's... think off the top of my head. Well, still, like, there's a more and more coming up, but there are. But like even those guilds either had to merge with another twenty man guild who finally got Omna down and who has all their people attuned and has all their gear grinded and all this other stuff. Well, on the bright side, uh, Enigma is still fighting the roster boss in one way. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. So so out of respect We're, for we are, we are for, diverting oh, for, for for the uh, the I'm strange my guys. For this section. Um, <laughs> I will be talking about Zybat getting banned on my show. I will I'll not bring it up here because it's you know it's it's not the place. But I, I will be talking about it and giving my opinions on my show. Show moving on. Yes. So we even have more content along with the proto games. We even have the new veteran ship hand fragment zero. The normal version will take place at level six, and they have a rally version or a vet version as well, which is really sick. Let's see what else we got here. We have oh okay, this one. Depending on how customizable you like your things and how nitpicky you are, and say you didn't quite get your character just right at the beginning, there's now an ability to alter your appearance. I'm assuming you go you go to Protostar and say, take your laser cutter to me and cut me up and make me a new face. Yeah, just to be clear, this isn't alter your appearance like put on a costume. This is like change the size of your character model, change your mm-hmm. hair, change your face, like the way you're – it's basically all the stuff you had and, – and correct me if I'm wrong – all the stuff that you had at the beginning of the game where you first created your character, but now you can pay to change it. Not yeah. real money. They call it the chop money. shop. Yeah. And now here's the thing. They they have quite a bit of money for appearances and whatnot because they actually took away a lot of the 
money gate for resetting your amps. So you're still sinking a lot of gold into the game again to keep the economy stable, but your amps are now cheaper to reset, and now it's just more money to do stuff like customization for appearance. So Good. did you... Okay, so we were on PTR, and I had obviously gone to the vendor that levels me to 50 and gives me all those cool things, like a bag of like infinite money. Uh, <laughs> and so I, I bought... Live. I bought all the ability points and aim points that I could buy, and when I tried to reset my amps, it was 61 gold? Did anybody... It, it didn't seem to get any cheaper. I didn't reset mine, but I had seen people posting up images as low as, like, two to three gold. Now, I mis- uh, maybe I misread it and it was six. I wasn't really paying attention because no. I had infinite money. It was, it is indivi- it it was 61. Is, you can now reset individual amps rather than resetting the entire the thing, thing all at once. That's really? nice. Yeah. Or sections. You can also reset sections. I did so you see can, that. Oh, you can reset all I didn't of even your catch assault. that. If, if for resetting sections, if you go to the wedge, where say uh-huh. you're doing like hybrid support um, assault, that right. wedge at the top, there'll be a little like uh, refresh uh, symbol next to it. You click that, it'll give you the option to reset everything in just that wedge. Oh, oh, by the way, I'm glad that they did do some visual work on that section. It is yeah. much clearer Everything's getting to a see. Yeah, it's much clearer to see how far into it, how soon until you unlock the next level. Way, way, way better. That whole menu looks way like the ability points as well looks way better in my opinion. Yeah, it does. Yeah, mm-hmm. everything. Every every time a drop has come out, there's been little visual tweaks that you don't notice unless you've been playing for a while or really keen on that stuff. Yeah, and that's that, really and nice. Every time I've seen them do that, I've always been like, "Oh, that's great, thank you." They've never like made it worse, as far as I can tell. Yeah. Even okay. So here's what I like a lot. I don't know if a lot of you like this or not, but there actually is a who yeah. function now, a functioning who function. Yeah. Who function? A functioning function. Function function. 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 Sounds like a function, doctor. Function function. What's your? So I always hated it when I couldn't figure out who the hell was around me, and I liked it in other games, just like slash who instead of having a text list in the chat box. I liked having that window. Now Wildstar has that window, which is. I, I like that because I know who's looking for groups or who's just around in general if I need help with something. Something yeah. also really, really cool, which is uh, if you're whispering an account or doing something like that and you start to type in the name, it actually memorizes who you whisper or who you talk to or who you group with on a regular basis and, and highlights the name and starts typing it for you. So if I type in B-A-Z, all of a sudden it's going to say E-L-E-E-L. And I'm like, yeah, exactly who I want to talk to. On top of that, it even gives the option to not only do you see the search results for who's just generally in the zone – or your friends list or whatever, it even gives you a nearby option. And that yeah. option actually shows up on your quest tracker as well. Yes. And that's, that's really that's, cool. That's my favorite part of this new Who menu is that you can just have something persistent at the body of your screen that says, hey, these are five dudes who are nearby if you want to like try to do that five-man thing. And you can customize how many people it shows. I don't know what the maximum is. Um, and you can turn it off, obviously, if you don't want to see that. But I think it's a great feature. Yeah, yeah there's just there's so much just stuff in this new PTR that we have any like we at least us I I haven't really scratched the surface I've been just really trying to kind of see what all has been added and then kind of go over it. Um, so far, the veteranship hands are phenomenal. Yes, um, I just did the new one um, that they just released. Fragment the, zero. Yeah, fragment zero. Um, on the time of recording this podcast, they released it today. Um, which was the 15th of December. And it is probably one of the best ship hands they've done out of all of them. It is extremely fun. It's fast paced. Uh, the goals are very, very well set out, unless you can't read like myself. 
Um, <laughs> and uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, the cutscenes right now don't have any um, audio or any sound effects. So I was like, where's my sound? Then I'm like, oh, this is still oh, PGR. PGR right? That's oh, right. Yeah. But um, <laughs> it, it, w- it was a good challenge and it'll be a lot of fun um, with like five people because obviously it scales. Now, one thing I did want to talk about with you guys um, is scaling for veteran ship hands. I know that you, um, myself, uh, Krug, and Indigo did the vet ship hands. And Doc, um, this is something that we talked about. The scaling was didn't seem like it was any more of a challenge other than uh, HP just kind of went up and there was a couple surprises that were uh, kind of towards the end or kind of in the middle of certain ship hands. And I asked Time Travel this, and he said that they're really not intended to be difficult or a challenge at veteran mode because they are basically there for brand-new, fresh 50s that want to get into the rating scene eventually and help them get gear, which made a a lot more sense to me because I was like, oh, that makes so much more sense because – uh, the first one we did, we all had our GA gear on because, you know, why not? <laughs> it was fun. And they were like, wow, that was really easy. Let's try greens. And they were like, wow, that was even still really easy. <laughs> now, yes. the question was, though, was it not fun? Difficult. Oh, yeah. It was. I mean, yeah. it was, it was oh, yeah. still fun. Still well, fun. I mean, so the, here's, here's the, the, thing. the ship hands were stupid fun to begin with. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they were a lot of fun and really, really enjoyable. And so just adding the extra difficulty of having additional help. I mean, I don't think there was – I think there was maybe one time where, you know, Baz was healing and he was just like, oh, what's over here? And then we're like, oh, I'm, uh, hey, hey, hold on. Come back here. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, like it was it was really enjoyable, not, not difficult. I mean even in live – I know Indigo and I at least have done normal ship hands as 50s, and we tear through them, but we still enjoy them for some reason. I don't know why. It's because of the story and the way they present it and the mechanics. Now, I was going to say Baz before It's definitely time the travel. mechanics for me. The mechanics yeah. are great in those be- things. Before, before time travel uh, cleared it up, I was going to say, yeah, uh, ship hands are not supposed to be some kind of supplement for um, advent- or for dungeons or raids. They're supposed to be the first tier of content should you choose to want to get ready for raids. So, for players that are looking for a challenge challenge, you're going to see that in proto games, in veteran proto games, in veteran sword maiden, and then into raids. If you want to just see what fun Wasser has to offer, it's going to be ship hands. And everyone who's played them has been singing their praises because they're they're the most wild star feeling content of adventures, dungeons, and raids. Adventures yeah. feel unique, but they kind of feel like scenarios in other games. Um Obviously, dungeons, they still feel similar to other dungeons in other games as well, and not just World of Warcraft, like whatever you got in Rift, whatever you got in um, City of Heroes, whatever you had, whatever you had in DCU. Uh, ship hands, for some reason, they take the Wildstar universe, the outer rim of it, the space of it, and it's it's, it's distinctly stepped steeped in this universe. So yeah. I, that's, that's, that's what I gather from it anyway. No, I, I, w- I would agree with that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, especially with, with all that, except for the sappy way in which you said it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it is distinctly wild star in the way it's presented yeah. and the way it's told. Absolutely. Yeah. So now, let's, let's move on to housing stuff. Oh my god, so much <laughs> housing stuff. I can't even cut. I I actually missed a few things on here. That I I gotta add later on. First off, I thought it was a bug until I looked at the pictures. There's actually a renowned vendor on your plot right next to your bulletin board 
you're going to see a hologram of a renowned vendor. He is usable or she is usable, whatever they choose to put in the beginning. And that's where you can get all your cool renowned rewards. That's that in and of itself kind of blows my mind. I thought that was literally a bug until I saw like, why the hell of all things you would have a renowned vendor. It's there. I don't know. It's, it's actually cool. a really smart idea because they're like the main cities right now are just they're they need to be redesigned because they're they're too big and there's just so much useless NPC clutter. Like in yeah, Fade, uh, where the mountains are, like their marketplace area, there's just so many NPCs that just sell random crappy gear and just random whatever. And it's just like, okay. Yeah, that I can, entire I, market area is an area that I've never purchased anything from because the yeah, game is I have bad. a theory on that though. Yeah. I have a theory and like I kind of saw it in the Drop 3 PTR before it hit live with when I saw that with Indigo. We ended up seeing the three new um, faction leaders for the Dominion in their new houses, their new areas that were formerly just kind of dead zone areas. I have a feeling that the well, the plan is to keep adding stuff over time to the capital cities to make them more desirable to go to, to make them more desirable to explore, and not just to see what's around this corner, but actually make it usable. That's yeah, my and, thought on it. And something that we learned from previous... P, not PTR, but previous holiday losses, which is it's no longer like one graphical piece that they're just putting a sticker on. Everything is like your housing. It's a plug system so that they can actually remove a whole chunk and put in a whole new chunk, which I think is what they did with Ilium with the uh, the Draken area. Because before it was just like a wall and now it's a whole huge like memorial and skulls and all that other really, really cool stuff. So – yeah, it, it, I think that has a part to do with it. The fact is is that it is um, a plug system and that they have room to expand in future content. You know, uh, we'll see what happens. Maybe during holidays they'll have like special little like things in those areas that you can't do in normal times. I, that's what I kind of see it as, yeah. But on top of the housing stuff, there's even more cool changes. And if you're big on cosmetics and housing in The Sims, you're going to see it and love it. First and foremost, you can change the color of your ground. I didn't think it was that big a deal. Apparently, I was the only one that thought so. So, now you can have brown ground. Yeah, or it's... Or blue ground. It's pretty I'm awesome. super happy for that. Something else that... Um, something else that <laughs> Baz showed us, which was the underground house. That oh, was the bunker. Super, super cool, too. Yeah, so, the, uh, the, uh, the underground house bunker was really interesting. Like, it, it really freed up a lot of space on top of your housing plot, which definitely is needed because it, like, the housing is cool, but I, I, I don't, I don't care to have a giant house on my plot if, if I want to, like, make a bunch of stuff. Like, um, uh, Kelzem, uh, on Twitter, uh, does a, just a ton of housing stuff. And um, they have, like, just if, – if you've seen his stuff, he just does the stupidest, just Amazing. craziest things. I'm just like, how did you do that? That would take me months to just do. And he's like, well, you just got to prioritize your time and do this. I'm like, BS. Yes, <laughs> that's a lot of crap because there's no way. Yeah, oh, so, like so I spend more time than the supposed average. You guys don't give me shit for it. If Kells does it, then he's like, oh, it's not a big deal at all. Well, that's because his results are amazing. Yeah. 
Oh, the amount all, of time that you spend and you're still only mediocre kind of just leaves <laughs> it at that point. No, there was I don't like else. playing The Sims, so housing never really struck me that well. There was also something really, really cool about housing, which uh, I'm more excited about, less excited about the underground house, but the, f- the functional doors. That Not even was doors. Awesome. They have windows with different transparencies. Yeah, like we were messing around and like Baz was just like dropping random stuff and we we're going in and Krug walks in and he's like comes in and the doors are open and he didn't realize there was doors and he starts walking and I hit the button and it slams the door on him. Ah, it was so awesome. <laughs> yeah, we discovered something that I, I don't remember reading anywhere. If you double click on the door, they close really quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can click once and it just opens and a lot of them are like got this like creaky like... Like a but if you what? double wait, like a creaky what? That's double doors opening. But if you if you double click on it, it's like you kick the door open. It's just like bam! It's pretty awesome. Role anyway. playing. Yeah. Well, not, not just that. It's it just adds a whole nother layer of like personalization. I mean, uh, uh, Indigo, you were joking. Ha! My bathroom will make sense now. Ha! But it, I mean, it's so serious. true. <laughs> Until yes. you're role playing yourself on the can, and then I just come in and go click. click. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I'm, but but like in all seriousness, it just it really kind of adds that extra level of just like really deep customization to housing that honestly is really the best in industry right now i I think rift probably is a very very close second but wildstar housing like at its current state on the ptr hands down best housing design in the game that you can have right now so i have a comment and a question about the housing so one if you see the pictures of the underground bunker that thing is huge. It is. It's, it's massive. It's quite it's awesome. Large. Now, has anybody confirmed or been able to confirm whether or not, at least on PTR, you can add plugs into your underground bunker, or is it only reserved for above ground? We tried. Uh, only above ground plugs right now. Okay. Yeah. So I know what they had mentioned they were attempting to during, like, someone asked on a, on a forum or something way back when, were the underground thing you can have all your plots and plugs down there? And, like, we don't know. We'd attempted it and tried it. We don't I think really they know. said they said it's not possible. I think I remember this from a stream. Uh, they said it's not possible with current technology, but they want to make it happen. So hopefully by drop the a ha- million. The house <laughs> makes sense because really all they're doing is they're creating a space underneath the area and making a teleportable location. So right. yeah, the only other way to do that would be to make a sub level of all of your plugs. Or having a sub-level that you could teleport to and it would be a string of all six of your plots and you would just have to go one, 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 like around. Like that would be the only thing that makes sense to me that they could do. But then it would be really weird if you had a whole level and then you're like, well, where's my underground house? Why isn't that in the middle? And right. I, I, yeah. I get it. I totally get one why thing, they can't do it. One thing I wish would eventually be put in there would be an um, – I don't know if I'm saying this right, but like an X-axis – above above zero level Uh, because i know we had tried to make like houses above in in the air but when say an engineer summon their pet they just fall straight through to the ground that 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 is that is something that is definitely an issue um while we're kind of on that topic i'd really like to see housing have line of sight with the um like things that we put on on the ground like for custom arenas and stuff when we do our tournaments there's no line of sight, so I mean, there's no line line of sight really in the game to begin with, which is just odd yeah. for a game that uses like the telegraph system and like aiming. 
I which mean, theoretically the line of sight is oh you, I don't see you behind that tree so that's my line of sight but I, I know if I shoot past the through the tree it'll hit you. Well, I mean, it makes sense on certain abilities, like a giant fireball, yeah, I guess that would probably go through the tree, but, like, being able to uh, shoot, a, shoot a target through, like, a metal wall in, in, certain, in the arenas. Or a door. Or, like, we, or when a we door, were playing yeah. with doors, we were trying to see if we could shoot through the doors, and we could shoot through all the doors. Yeah, really, so, so really. I, I think... Go ahead. How's this? Not just in housing, but how about we get that live on 2v2 arenas, or get that live in any every single part of the game 100 percent of the game it totally should have been in at launch like no, that ju- just start i mean because i mean that's honestly probably a pain in the ass to code to begin with uh, um, let's start I with mean, the pvp matches yeah, let's ju- start just with just put it in arenas yeah. just yeah. put it in arenas see how it works which honestly would be awesome because i think that would really kind of help the whole um kind of like meta and like flavor of the month teams that are like oh we can make a zerg team because Having a spell slinger assassinate you through a giant wall that's, you know, 14 meters thick is just like, that makes sense. So, not, not yeah, not. But, I mean, in terms of, like, the housing stuff, um, uh, my uh, my favorite thing so far, just from, a, like, an arena standpoint, is the glass panels. Because I will be able to make a kind of, like, a viewing box above the arena yeah. without without having to, like, not... not fall off and, and, and inch my way on the banisters. And even better, they've also, some people have data mined, or at least shown on the PTR, that there's actually arches for construction yeah. and curved Saw corners that. and triangles, which is really cool, and there are different flavors, like Granok and Chua as well. So, hopefully we'll, they'll add on stuff like that. I'd like to see more line of sight stuff as well, personally as well. Yeah. But, uh, let's see what else we got here. We got, oh my god, there's so much stuff. I'm, I'm even, I know I'm missing stuff as well. Oh, let's do this. Um, There is some decorations that are unique and um i don't know how to quite put this because i don't want to i don't want to say something and get my hopes up and have it not happen because say it say it anyway cadium do don't don't mess with me cadium this looks like holiday <laughs> stuff if, if you're listening or someone's listening someone asked cadium is this holiday stuff this this album is called party gras uh Just oh my god okay, so maybe let me elaborate someone data mined a bunch of Luau looking stuff yeah, like a very, very Hawaiian, very tiki luau. Yeah, there is literally a tiki in here. There's, There's literally, but even then, it kind of fits into a lop aesthetic. So I don't know. Yes, if, uh, yes. I can see that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. can totally see that. Is yeah. this a can of beer? That's a can of beer. It's a can of beer and it's a can of beer. A proto star bottle can of beer. Of proto beer. Which probably tastes disgusting. But even probably. then, there's like Chua Tiki oh, idols and like La Tiki stuff and like Granok looking stuff. It, it looks there, like there, a holiday. There is a Tiki uh, cooler full of beer. Is there? And, and inner tubes. I didn't see that one. And inner tubes. Oh, there is a Tiki cooler filled with Which I hope are like belts. I really want it to be like a belt <laughs> accessory you put on a costume. So you have like and a have vi- the first. Oh my god! Belt available awesome. During drop four right. to be a. So <laughs> I want you guys to look. There's a photo that looks kind of like hand drawn, of like a Granok given like the the let's rock uh, thumbs. Yes, if yeah. you notice, there's a drawing behind him, and then it's like halfway up, and then it's oh. all the way up. Is that a? Do you think that's like a moving object? Maybe it like goes up and down. Which kind of? Which one? A little it further looks down, like a you'll see a wooden surfboard that has been bitten into, and he's standing on sand. But if you notice behind him, there's like drawings of of him. It's it's the 
fourth one up. Oh, on yeah, yeah, I see it. Okay, actually, expanding on that, there's a series of surfboards on here that are fairly yes. elaborate looking as well. On top of that, there's sandcastles, which look like housing housing uh, items, walls and towers. I totally making a sand fort, not going to lie. It looks pretty <laughs> fucking cool. Even I would do that, yeah. It's going to be awesome. I'm really curious about these surfboards, and I've been championing uh, extra styles of mounts for a while now, including a multi-person mount. Just that needs to happen. Base taco truck. Oh my god! Gonna, uh, I'm gonna put that shit into everything until I get something. I want a space taco truck, but these Does surfboards a look sick. I'll take a rejection. I'll take that. If someone tells me flat out, we will never make a multi-person mount on top of that being a space taco truck. Go fuck yourself, Doc. I'll say thank you gladly. I'll still play my sub. But until then, hashtag space taco truck. But these surfboards—they look more than just aesthetic. Look more than just a house prop. And there's like four or five versions of them. Yeah, there's quite a bit of them. I, I mean, I'd be I happy if they were out. just a housing item. They look pretty cool. They look I'd like, have one on my wall. It's sick. All I'm saying, surfboard, hoverboard. I like I, the one that's I made of it. wood. That's my I, favorite. I'm, yeah. I'll be honest. I'm I'm kind of sick of the whole hoverboard thing. I, I just I go I to want... hell. We're sick go of to you. hell and die. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you invite this guy, Doc? What the fuck, uh, dude? I didn't invite him. He just showed up. Yeah, <laughs> we fed them once. You know the rule: if you feed them once, they keep coming back for more. Look, I, it's true. It's I, I true. get your frustration. I get it. There's a lot of hoverboards. They're not yes. the most unique things in the world, no, especially because because they, they are small. Uh, there are some really interesting things about hoverboards, and they can expand on hoverboards by adding hover skateboard. Sorry, adding hover surfboards. I thought you were going to say hover roller skates, and I was just going <gasps> to... I would take that. No, oh, are you joking? You would wear I totally a, would. Crook, you would be wearing... It's right, up there. it's right up there in, like, 80s, 90s nostalgia style, too. It's right up there. Uh, to be honest, hover roller skates was actually a pretty fun idea. See? So, and you're behind that, but not my space taco truck. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm all for a space taco truck. I never said I wasn't, <laughs> so... Don't That's be putting true. words in my mouth, son. KDM, KDM, don't go breaking my heart, man. <laughs> please, please. Here's my question, lady. I'm asking you. No, no. no here's please my don't break my heart. When will be the first official holiday? Well, she had mentioned on a on a thread that the at least at that point in time the next holiday was Shades Eve 2015. But <laughs> I wish I'll, you guys could have seen it to go space. It went from like I know. normal paying attention face and it just dropped to like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I know. But these decorations don't look like they're just a bunch of random set drops like uh, like what we've seen so far in drop four. These data mine items, they look like a holiday. I'm and just I, telling you this. I'm telling you this right now. If the next actual holiday occurs and it shades Eve, I'm, I, I, I'll flip my desk. I, I'm just going to do it because – I'll be so fucking pissed if that's true. Uh, I get it. It's already done. It's ready to go. It's in. It's already done out of the oven, cooling off, and all they got to do is put it on the plate. I get it. But I swear to fucking God, Carbine. Just... Wow. <laughs> One more. Someone really, really wants Pow! Christmas. Right to yeah. the moon. I, I would love to have a Christmas. I would love to have holidays. I like the, the random spot. Spurs or a little spurs is in the right word. The random sprout of 
<laughs> of of random content that's only like gonna happen for a short amount of time. Like that drives people to log on. Hey, I gotta log on in October because that's when uh, Shades E is happening, and it's only happening then. Like when they do drops, yeah, it brings people in, but they're like, oh, there's other people like, oh, I'll wait until two drops come in, and I'll take right. two drops worth of content, which makes sense, especially if they're they're spreading out their content drops every like four mm-hmm. months. They'll go, okay, I'm gonna wait for two drops. I'm gonna play all these other games. Then I'm going to come in and I'm going to do all the other content and it will get me through these four months of dead time so that I will be ready for the next drop. So I no, get that. I would definitely agree with that. I mean yeah. it's it, it's really hard to kind of balance that stuff. But I think we all can agree that drop four is 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 carbine saying, OK, drop three was our catch up. Now we're yep. now we're fine. This is um, a lot of content. It is. It is, yeah. and it's it, it's. It's not even all of it. No, it's not. It, it's content that was should have been at launch, and yes. we can we can all understand that NCSoft probably pushed Carbine to launch way too early. Which, if that's the case, go after yourself, NCSoft, like normal. You have no idea how to run an MMO company, but hey, that's fine. Well, I mean, um, they are wealthy, so I mean, well, I don't care. No, just really, because I, they're wealthy I, doesn't I mean they're doing it right. I didn't mean, say that. I just said they're wealthy. And you hired right people doesn't mean you yeah. make the right decisions. It's just you – know? it's As long as you make it, the right right decisions. It annoys me that we had to wait this long for the game to really kind of pick up the pace because honestly it should have been picked – the, the pace should have started off, started off right from launch. Yeah. But on the flip side, I am extremely grateful that Carbine has kind of stepped up and said, we have really, really screwed up. Here's drop three. Enjoy this. Now here's drop four. This is where all the good stuff gets going. And drop four honestly shows me that this game is just going to blow everything else out of the water. WoW can just go F itself, to be honest with you. Because, yeah, cool, you have garrisons. We have fucking housing. Bite me. (laughs) (laughs) We're far from the only MMO to have housing right now, especially with other games that are are claiming to have significantly more expansive housing which I I'm interested in. I'm I'm looking into those things. I have looked into that and they don't. Okay. Well, you know, things happen. Uh like I said, I agree with you 100%. The game came out 6 months too early. Just mm-hmm. flat out I'm, yeah. that's the, that's the date I'm going to put. 6 months too early. They needed that extra time. Those 2 weeks really- of uh, end game testing. Uh, hell, more testing. Period. It's the same thing I said earlier in the show, which is they sh- the 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 drop four stuff should have been like week one after drop three should have been yeah. right there, right out yep. there. Um, does anyone know if in drop four if there's going to be a new zone or if it's going to just be no one's found no one's no found one that said yet. anything yet. No, there hasn't been a breadcrumb to it from what I've heard. Uh, no one's mentioned it. There's been rumors of. Uh, God, I had heard a rumor of the Marauders coming in, like way down the line, but there's nothing concrete on it. And I, 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 I think this drop is mostly proto start, so I think it's what we're gonna see. Okay. I have a really, really kind of off-topic question, and I hope it doesn't make anybody sad. Who's gonna do the 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 drop thing? Clover and I totally agree with that. Um, Clover had a suggestion that. Um, Anytime the dev speak stuff and that kind of dev stuff speak, comes that's up, what I, was looking for. Uh, I think uh, Phineas himself should take over. Oh, that'd I mean, be good. Why not? Because I mean, the the voice itself is fantastic. He does a great job and well known. So, Everyone knows that. Yeah, and he's I super mean, enthusiastic about it. We met him in, in person people, through tweeting him. He is 
a great a great person take over from where Frost left off. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. And it would fit perfectly with Drop 4, too. Like, and you can yeah. add the lore into it. It's just it's just Protostar giving you sneak peeks of little things. Yeah. And, I mean, and we, it makes sense. And we we know that um, – we don't know if Dev Speaks are actually going to come back because we did see that post Thanks, last Nathan. last week, which I mentioned, which is they're planning on giving us some sort of content release – but they haven't decided if it's going to be video, if it's going to be a whole new page like the lore page or what the deal is. But So there could be a whole new different type of way that they're going to produce the content or produce the hints about the content. you know. Right. And since they're kind of going away from the uh, – let me rephrase it. Since they're no longer going to support the hardcore – aspect of of the game like the 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 motto that they had before well they never said that they had it no they always said that their motto was play the way you want or something no play the way you want and it was two definitely they most definitely supported the whole hardcore mentality Well, that was because the fans and that's what i'm saying no no i got it yeah but like you know um uh god what is his name frost frost Frost, oh. Frost, uh, Frost was really pushing the whole hardcore, hardcore, and he said that a bunch on the streams. There was a whole like, uh, you know, talking about rating. Like it was like, yeah, it's hardcore. Like th- they definitely supported it. They may have not said this game's only for the hardcore, but they definitely did support it. But since Frost isn't there, and they kind of got a bunch of backlash for the hardcore support. Having Phineas come in there and starting to do it that aspect sounds like a fucking spot on. It sounds like just it. just like I said, I think the community is mostly to blame on the hardcore stuff uh, because yeah, oh, yeah. If, if, oh. If, if they didn't if they didn't take to it so well, Carbine wouldn't have pushed it more and more. Because originally, you're right. The original motto was "play the way you want to play." And I'm I think not if they're going the community for anything, though, I, I, like, I totally will. I'm, totally I'm part of the community. This, and I'm totally like, on board. You guys we know talked how about this this episode. It doesn't have to be hardcore because you can't get to content. Well, I understand that, but you guys content's difficult itself. But and I'm not saying like it's all them. I'm part of the community. You guys understand. You guys know, and I've said it on the podcast how reluctant I am to even the changes of rating because I feel like I could get to that point, but I'm not going to say you know fuck it. I, it's not there. It's not there. I I, I still it's like. I would have loved to have done it the the initial way, but whatever. Yeah, just uh, to was, say that you did. You're um, not missing much, to be honest with I, you. I, <laughs> in, in, in hindsight, I probably wasn't, but I still wanted to try and attempt it. And I was still also on – I liked the hardcore mentality for a while, but I think I also – I really enjoyed Play the Way You Want to Play more. And I think if that's the – if that is the model they're going back towards and, and really focusing on, I think Phineas, you're right, is is the the perfect character in-game to, to move on with that. Uh, so – before we get towards the end of our podcast this week, I want to ask you guys, we've already talked about a bunch of Drop 4, what's been data mined, what's been shown on PTR, what you've seen yourselves. What is what is getting you most, what one thing has really, really kind of opened your eyes and, and lit it up? That's I mean, a, honest, yeah, that's a, then, on, I was going to say that's a great question. I was just going to say it to stall time, though, because there is so much stuff that, that I've seen, at least in the PTR, that I'm looking forward to, like... The, the the what was it the the dungeon that we did the veteran um no it was the uh, the new oh you know what we never talked about the protostar games yeah yeah uh, yeah we, th- we did the protostar games and that was so much fun really difficult but really fun yeah yeah uh, time travel you can go 
yourself, buddy. In the that best was, possible way. Uh, I, I, mean, I will I, say I, this. They do need, and I'm going to put a ticket in for this because Krug prompted me to do it. Uh, there does need to be a little bit more explanation of what is does. supposed to happen. There does. Some of them don't have uh, a very great – it's not even – like I understand you don't want to like lay out the instructions for every room in that dungeon. Right. Like here's what you do. Here's a list. Go finish the list. You want to like leave hints and like let people figure it out for themselves. But it, there wasn't enough of that either. There wasn't a lot of anything. It was just like we're, – we're talking about the elemental beacon room. Do you know what that room is even called? Because I, I don't remember what it was called. But it, it's basically like here's something you can interact with. That's it. That's all the explanation yeah. you get. And then there are like other things around but you can't interact with them. And then if you leave the sphere, you die and it's just what am I supposed to be doing? And then we finally figured it out because – Bez had done it before. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't just that though. Like we had done it over and over and over and over again. We 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 were getting the th- hang of it. And we're like, oh, right. yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, oh, that. Oh, I'm in the fire I mean, circle, and the big guy turns into fire. I should probably leave the fire circle. Yeah, like, and it uh, really the biggest hint was the name of the room because I think it had elemental something in it. So you kind of know did. that you're dealing with like you can kind of figure out you're dealing with contrasting elements. But it's still, like, there needs to be something. I don't know what. I, I don't know. I'm not a game designer. Just fix it, and then I'll be happy. No, I mean, like, <laughs> like uh, in in terms of like explaining things, I think ju- I think something that what uh, Blizzard does right is they have a, a dungeon journal or whatever they call it, and it explains each fight um, in not necessarily huge detail. But it gives the player an idea of, holy shit, there's a giant robot attacking me. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hard to miss that kind of stuff, though. This is I mean, it, it, it's... Is, is, the, is the journal that you're talking about, does it explain, like, the role of the tank and the role of the DPS? It doesn't tell you the roles of each one. It tells you the okay. skills you need to look out for. I was um, watching a video for for WoW just to, like, you know, see what it was about. And they were in a dungeon or something... And he had a thing that basically told them exactly what each role had to do for a specific encounter. That was an add-on. That must have been an add-on then. It was an add-on. But the dungeon encounter, what it would do is... Because I don't want that. That's my whole point. It would give you a little bit of lore, uh, like a splash of the character, and then tell you notable things to look out for and if it was fatal or not. But it wouldn't tell you how to to disable it. It would just say, this character does an AoE fire attack. That's one way to do it. I I prefer something a little more subtle, but I guess if you have to go that route. It's it's not super spelled out for you, but it's it's pretty obvious. Like, oh, this attack is a fatal attack. If you don't move, you don't interrupt it, or if it is not interruptible... Well, that's all you got to know, and then they, then it's up to you to figure out the mechanics of the fight. I would I wouldn't mind if WoW did or Wildstar did something similar, but I haven't tried Proto Pro games myself, so I don't know. For me, I just want to get into Proto games. I don't want to see it. It it's extremely challenging and fun, and um, and I like challenging I, and fun. I I, I want to see more of it, um, because it was something that. Honestly, we haven't seen from Carbine yet. Like the older dungeons were a lot of fun, and they they definitely presented a challenge. But in terms of like a a a team challenge and and kind of like how that got affected while we were while we were doing the regular dungeons, I think the ProStar games definitely takes your knowledge of the game and kind of really tests it and say, okay, you can dodge telegraphs and you can coordinate interrupts, but can you do this on a 
you know, like a really, really kind of quick time scale or like a, a quick thinking. And thinking about it, that's probably why there's no explanation is because they want us to go, okay, here's here's a new dungeon. Figure it out. And, but I thought and, this was supposed to be the dungeon to help people. No, 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 no. no uh, the level the, 10 version is. The, the level 10 version is, which ah. um, you, you, you still need a group of five people to do that. But the Protostar Games is the uh, the one that is the tutorial. Okay. Um, which is actually really just a genius idea, honestly. Because the, the five-man for the level 10 one just really kind of, if you watch the uh, video from Ready Check, really gives you that, oh, this is, this is what the game's about. Like, it really explains everything so well. I think that the newer players that, Say, oh well, I never, I don't, I don't understand the combat. I don't understand anything. Um, it's gonna definitely gonna give them a lot of really good kind of. I am not clicking that image. Uh, kind of, uh, <laughs> guys are terrible. Uh, just kind of instruction on on what to do. And <laughs> Doc is just over there, just cracking up because. It's just <laughs> Fuck you guys again with the really show. <laughs> I think at this point, um, let's wrap up what we're going to say before they start sending us more links and stuff we should be talking about in the podcast. Oh, my. <laughs> what the f- What? Anyway. Why? No, sorry. this is not a good idea. No. God, whoever sent that, I hate you. Um, okay, I just have to say what the link is. It's called 10 Don't say it. Don't say it. We're going we're gonna to leave that to their imagination because, oh, my God. So, Proto Games. Um. Anybody else want to add anything else, or we're going to just wrap it up for the night? No, I think we're done. Okay, so if you want to find uh, me, uh, Doc, on the internet, I am on Holowash on Reddit and on Twitter. I post it every Tuesday. On top of that, we have Indigo. Yes, you can find me on, well, you can find me on Twitter. Yes, Twitter. You can find me on Twitter as Indigo Jones underscore QT. And you can also, uh, <laughs> like, wait, he's just like, I'm going to do something at what? Anyways, you can also, uh, find me on our Facebook page and you can, no, I'm not going to give out our, my email yet. I don't, I don't think you guys are ready for it. No, no, no definitely it's not, not spank me at yahoo.com. It's not spank me. Okay. <laughs> First of all. Krug? All the people that are worse than Yahoo email people are AOL email people. Krug, take it over. <laughs> wow. Hi, I'm Krug. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. I run the Strange Tales Twitter. Uh, you can find that at, at strange underscore tales. Uh, you can also find me on Reddit, STOS underscore Krug. And you can find me at the Strange Tales email, which is uh, strange tales mailbag at gmail.com. And Bazile. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, all that stuff. Just type in your uh, social media address, forward slash Bazile. It's pretty pretty simple. Uh, I do a YouTube channel for Wildstar and Gigantic stuff. And other than that, I'm uh, a loud mouth and kind of an asshole sometimes. Most of the time. Most of the time, yeah, sure, sure. We'll, we'll yep. go with most of the time. But as for episode 24 of Strange Tales from Outer, Speak, Outer Space, oh my Speaks. god. Strange Tales from <laughs> Outer Space. I have been doing this all week. week. Oh, week. Go, go to work. I appreciate your title is, Anyway, my name is Doc, and as always, I have my intrepid co-host, Krug. I am Krug, bye, I'm Krug, bye. And Indigo. Later. And thank you again this week, Bazile, for coming in with us. No problem, guys. Take care. As for everybody else, listen to the man. Take care. Have fun with each other. Bye.
Have fun with each other. What have the fun fuck? with each other. What's wrong with you? <laughs> with these, in a friendly way. You know, like, be that, friends okay, with each other. Possibly. Just made it you worse. You guys are, these are bad. Friends Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>